I'm Kira Rodenbush, professional organizer and licensed massage therapist. After spending a quarter of a century cleaning out closets and two decades of massaging bodies, I've noticed layers and patterns in the way we store our stuff. I've seen firsthand how the organization of the home impacts the condition of the body. I'm fascinated by the accumulation of stuff and how what we hold on to informs our identities and how much we can transform when we decide to let things go. Hello, hello, friends. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of What's Up With Your Stuff. I am your host, Kira Rodenbush, and I am here to talk to you today about the mother of all stuffers, imposter syndrome. Now, how does that fit in with clutter and the consequences of clutter, you may ask yourself. Well, holy moly, uh, let's say who among us is without a solid dose of that nasty, nasty beast imposter syndrome? Like if you, you don't ever have it. I want to see a show of hands. Well, oh, it's not a trick question. I know I can't see your hands, but I'm guessing that every single one of us from time to time walking around in this skin suit, we feel the burden of that imposter syndrome. And what I mean by that is that snarky little voice that is in your head that tells you that that thing that you want to do or be or... Uh, dream about that nasty little voice in your head that says that's not possible for you. You're not that person. You can't do that thing. Who do you think you are? They're all going to laugh at you. They're all going to say, who does she think she is going out there and talking about what's up with your stuff? Now, what is that? What is imposter syndrome? What? Whose voice is that? Like That's one of those things that I am wanting to get to the bottom of when it's like a limiting thought that comes up and wants to stop us while we're trying to be true to our dreams. And I feel like this great pause of the perpetual pandemic reality and the fact that half of the world's workforce has stood up and said, I don't want to go back to doing things the way we were doing them before. Uh, it's time for me to be true to me because that thing, that grind that I was participating in where I wasn't able to spend enough time with my family or my community or my friends or my pets or zhuzhing or putzing around my home or the that, that thing that I was wanting to do, like the great pause gave a lot of folks the opportunity to sort of taste a little bit of what that might be like to to live life inside your space on your own terms a little bit more, even though we were locked down. I think when presented with the opportunity to just get back out there and crack it, like just go back to work and make it happen and go faster and pretend like nothing ever happened and we're not going to grieve the last year and a half or the last five and a half years or whatever, how like this, whatever your experience has been, um, it's been a little bit stressful on the human being scale. Like we've had a lot to contend with. And the fact that we have, uh, 
social media in our faces and uh, filling up all our eye and ear holes like at rates of like 30 second clips like just hammering us it's just like this constant barrage of what we could be doing what we should be doing who who do you want to be who do you think you are and it just starts to get a little cacophonous a lot cacophonous so i have taken advantage of this time of to just kind of really I don't know if maybe part of it was because I turned 50 during the pandemic as a child of 1970. You know, I think part of it was that we were even, you're set up to believe that your 50th birthday is going to be some kind of extravaganza. But for everybody who graduated in 1989, uh, it was not cool. <laughs> like, it was just like, oh yeah, who cares about your 50th birthday where um, everybody's locked down. So that kind of came and went without any fanfare. So my second act, I'm like, woohoo, let's go. Let's do this thing. I'm 50 and fabulous. I'm feeling it. And, and it's like crickets, right? Like nobody's like, there's, who am I celebrating for? And it turns out that that same thing that is so annoying about social media uh, also makes it a fantastic place to connect with all kinds of wonderful people and gives us lots of new ways to tell our stories. One of those being uh, podcasts. So this journey of getting in touch with who do I really think I am and what is the story I'm trying to tell and how do I want to share it with other people means that I'm wanting to use this platform uh, also to connect with other friends of mine and people that I've met who are on not necessarily the same journey, but similar journeys. Oh, here comes my boy. He's going to pop on in here and hey, buddy, what are you doing? I was looking for you. Were you happy? How was your day at school? Great. Oh, can I have a big old hug and kiss? Okay. Um, uh, mom. What? I want to show you something. You do? Can it wait for two more minutes? Yeah. Okay. Will you? Did you show Daddy already? Yeah. Okay. Well, will you go show him again? No. No. Okay. Will you go get it ready to show me, and I'll be down in just a minute? Yeah, I'll stand next to the door and scare you. Oh, don't scare me. Just stand right next to the door, okay? And keep it closed. And then, okay. Thank you. All right. So... How to beat back the imposter syndrome, especially on this podcasting journey. So it's one of the things that's really awesome about podcasts is that you get to tell your story and you get to tell it however you want. And it's really not up to anybody but you. So one of the things that I'm doing with this is sharing this platform, number one, with other friends of Hello. mine who are podcasting, who also have stories to tell, people that I really enjoy talking to and listening to um and that I think you might listen enjoy listening to um and so that brings me to the guest of our next episode Brandy Zerbano has a podcast called I'm not the only one uh where she shares lots of thoughts about what's going on in her experience that feel like really basic human things that are like, you know, when you have that thought, like the, is who else is feeling this right now? Brandy is one of those friends who 
I met her as a massage therapist. And as soon as I met her, it was just like, there's just so, she's got this, number one, she's got this super just chill vibe as a person. She's a wonderful artist. She is just like one of those people who is fascinating and fascinated and likes to uh, learn and share what she's learning and just a neat conversationalist and somebody who's had a lot of fascinating life experience and just a, just a super cool chick. And so uh, having had the experience of working with her and knowing um, how much I enjoy talking to her and just how interested I was in what she was doing, I invited her on to talk about exactly that imposter syndrome, how it shows up for you and how even like when you know you've put in the 10,000 hours and you've done all the work that there is to do, uh, there's still so much more work to do. And that voice still tells you it's never going to be enough. So when do you just say, whatever guys, whatever voice, I, I'm going to take the reins on this and I'm going to share my story anyway, which is uh, kind of where she and I both found ourselves when we were having this conversation. And uh, so when I ask that question, what's up with your stuff? I'm really asking you not just what's going on in your home, but what's going on in your body and what's going on in your head. This what's up with your stuff conversation it's going to be applying to bodies, belongings, and beings. And Brandy and I get into a little bit of all of that in this next episode. So I hope you enjoy it. Take care. Talk to you soon. Yes. Got it. All right. <laughs> right. Okay. Yay. Yay. So uh, thank you so much for being here. Absolutely. Uh, and, and having this conversation with me because uh, I love how, well, first of all, I just finished listening to the second episode of your podcast, which yes. just dropped this morning. It's yes. not only, it's not just me. It's not only me. <laughs> uh, I'm not the only one. What's the, the title of it? I just spaced on it. Uh, I'm not the only one. Yeah. Oh my God. Cause yeah, it's well, but yeah. And um, everything that you're talking about is so in line with everything that I've been experiencing lately, but then just finding uh, people who are sort of like in the same rhythm as you are that have consistently been and that it's just, it's nice to sort of like look over and realize like you're on the same current, right? Absolutely. And, um, <laughs> but every single thing that you're talking about, it's like, it just, is uh so much of what I think is uh what we're experiencing in the world today and we need support around so I just want you to talk for a second about your podcast what it is why it is and then we can launch into a little bit more about how we know each other and why we're having this conversation absolutely so I'm not the only one um it really was born of the whole thing that I my brain just goes on and on and on. And I think so much about things that I, I feel, am I crazy? Do I think, am I the only person that thinks this? And all these problems that I have and all these existential crises and is it middle age? I don't know. I feel like I've thought about things like this forever. Um, but I, 
I can't be the only person that thinks about these things. And I think so many of us think about these things in our heads so much, but sometimes we don't feel like we can share it or we wanna share it or even ask other people, hey, do you feel this way? Cause I feel this way. So this is kind of the idea of, I'm just, you know what? I'm just gonna be vulnerable and I'm gonna say, maybe I am crazy, maybe I'm not, but this is how I feel and am I the only one? Well, I it's the thing that I love about your uh, perspective and your presentation, which is something that I feel like I also I it resonates with me because I share it as well. Is that this? It's not just like am I the only one, but your your interests and your life experience are so from one end of the spectrum to the other. So there's like this appreciation and like a compassion for the way other people move through the world, but from every, from like a down and dirty perspective to a fine art perspective and like right. everything in between. So it's not just like, am I the, it's like, you know, it's easy to be like, am I the only one experiencing this? If you are just like stuck in this one spot where that's all your witness but, and like, it's like, well, I mean, does anybody else feel this way in this thing with me? But when you take it upon yourself to like step out and look into the way people move through the world, like when the, the art of being human is something that fascinates you, there's like a, like, hmm, you know, who, like, where are my people, you know? And, and it's, uh, <laughs> right. there's certain fields that bring them to you, you know, like healing arts, mm -hmm. uh, art, fine art, art history, art. But then I think that you may understand this part too, where like, I mean, with all due respect to all the amazing healers out there, I never feel like more of a sore thumb than when I'm in a group of massage therapists. Like, yep. Yep. <laughs> like, I feel like I stand out like, oh, I'm not like you guys or like, you know, unless it's like a place that we cultivate and it's like okay this you know we're attracting this type of thing but like when you're going to get ceus or something mm -hmm. or you're like yeah. out there in the field uh like in a, a classroom setting it's just like wait where am i you don't necessarily find even though they're your people in that piece of the pie they're not necessarily your people exactly the same like in the art world right like you can yeah. be in a room of like in a museum and you're like e i don't know i'm right <laughs> Absolutely. So being able to just tap into that, but be willing to be vulnerable and share those, your experience through those lenses, like, and all of the lenses in between, I think is incredibly valuable. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. It's, um, you're so right. That's how I've always felt that way about, yes, I, I belong to this group, but I don't belong to the group that's there. And it's such a weird dichotomy of feelings like how can how can I be part of this group when I'm not part of this group but I am part of this group <laughs> well I think that's sort of part of what can fuel the topic of today's podcast which was like I mean it's literally like the imposter syndrome is like such yes. a catchphrase right everybody's feeling it right now 
Yeah. But when you're in those places where you're like, like, am I, can I call myself an artist? Can I call myself an actor? Like when I'm around other actors, I'm like, oh no, I don't do what you guys do. (laughs) Don't do this the same. So I, I'll do respect, but it's not, you know, so like when, what do you do? Cause like you're an artist, put in the work, you put in your 10,000 hours, you know, on all, on all the, the different levels of it, like from the ground up. Right. What do I do? Like, how do you, how, like, what is the you that sits down with the one that's calling out imposter? You know, like the part of you that knows better. Cause like you've got the scars right. to show for it. <laughs> I, that's what I'm still trying to, to, to feel out. Right. This is, this is where that whole like self self-doubt and self-worth thing is coming from and the comparison situation and yeah you know deep down that you're sincere that you are genuine um I went to school for this or I have a deep passion for this or I love this and this is something I care deeply about but maybe I don't present it the way other people do and maybe what other people present is the norm So because I don't do it that way or walk in those circles that maybe I'm not that person. And so then I start doubting myself and maybe I'm not, maybe I am that imposter, but I know it's just like a catch 22 because I know that I'm not. Right. Well, I just want to tell you my perception of you from the time that I met you was just always so self-assured. So like, got it together, got this down, like I can handle it, like whatever it is. And so that's, what's always so interesting to me is when people are like, oh, I always thought of you like this. And it's like, oh no, my friend, like that's all like what's happening on the, like, yeah, I got it. It's fine. Got it. But I just always feel like we're trying to stuff 10 pounds of shit into a five pound bag, you know? And and absolutely how uh how just like in a way that kind of pressure can drive you to authenticity because there's no bandwidth for faking it in a way Mm -hmm. like you ultimately your your soul is crying out for its truest expression right so like if it's not met like as it seems like part of what I'm gathering from also the way that you've uh, begun your podcasting journey is that like when you decide to sit still with it and peel away the defense mechanisms Mm -hmm. to be like, okay, this is, so where's the real me? Where's the real me? Like, I'm not going to rely on these substances or these toxic patterns or these things to get me by anymore. And, and just kind of tap into like, what's really my mission. And I think a lot of it is just getting like being women of a certain age. Like you get to this place yeah. where like you're, you just look around all your fucks are gone. <laughs> like, absolutely. And that's, I think that's a big part of it is getting to this place where 
you know what, this is who I am. And if, I mean, in a sense, if so-and-so doesn't like it, well, you know, too bad. I'm going to keep walking my path. And, you know, and some people have that inherently and they can do that. But the majority of us, I think, don't. And gosh, you know, that's one of those things like, I wish I would have known that when I was younger, <laughs> kind of a situation. I wish I had that. Yeah, that don't like, don't keep pursuing the right way to do it because it's, you're never gonna really figure that out. Like that's kind of the journey. And that's this whole, th- like even, I feel like raising kids now with that freedom of like, oh, listen, the guidebook that they gave us was like, dude, set on fire roll up, <laughs> use it as a rolling paper. I don't fucking care. Like it's, it's not good. It doesn't work. It, it weren't good. Like everything that they've tried to like instill in us to create this machine. It's just like, it's, it, but it's not just Americans. It's like when 50% of the world's workforce is like, I ain't going back. I'm not doing this anymore. <laughs> right. You know, it's like, so what's really going on. And like, there's like, like culturally, I think we're all kind of experiencing that imposter syndrome because this is not who we are. Like, this is not what we want. Like, how do we get clear with how we're going to. Right. And I think the first place is just with honest storytelling and like sitting back and, and being like, okay, I don't have all the answers, but I'm about halfway through this, like, big long book <laughs> of my life and this right. is what I figured out this far and like now I'm just gonna sit back and try to make sense of all of this shit that happened and what's gonna happen yeah but you can just only show up yeah. as your real self for that absolutely and I think a lot of it has to do with I mean we like you said they they've tried to put all this stuff onto us about who we should be. And like I said today in my podcast, I don't even remember how we got there before social media. So I can now just speak to social media as being such a perpetrator for making us feel like we have to fit into this box in this industry or whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish in your life and it's something that we have to be like you know what no I'm going to turn that off and I'm not going to listen to that I'm not going to subscribe to these ideas of what other people feel like it's supposed to be right I need to stop and sit with myself and figure out what it is that comes from inside me Mm -hmm. and what moves me and sometimes that it's not an easy thing to find and it's so hard to and and we should be like it's okay that I don't know what I want to do at 4d7 because some people will always know what they want to do but that doesn't mean that you have to that's that box right. that someone's trying to smash you into. And uh, I'm too magnificent for their little boxes. Well, and like, what about doing all the things? You know, like it's, I've always kind of felt like it's not 
uh, what am I going to do? It's what order am I going to do it in? Like, mm. how does it make the most sense to do all the things like I, I'm, I do. And so there, when I was able to say to myself, you know what, maybe I'm going to be like some silver haired, small town community theater vixen, like some sort of like old lady that is just going to be happy playing all the grandma parts. And like, when I realized that, like, I didn't have to be the ingenue, like, cause that was never going to happen. And right. it was always so like close, but no, no cigar, like my whole experience with all of it. Like who am I? It's part of why I wanted to go into massage is because or like even the detailing and the organizing of stuff when people are like, oh my gosh, I feel so good when you're with, like, it was the same sort of feedback that I would get from wanting to be on stage, but I would get it directly from one person and I knew that they really meant it and that mm -hmm. could feed my soul. And I was like, oh, so I don't have to go pursue this thing. But if I hadn't tried in my twenties to like go to the big city and see what it takes to make it, I would have spent my whole life being like, I could have been a contender and that sort of like, <laughs> right. it's not, you know, like, no, actually it sucks. I didn't want to do that. Like it wasn't fun once I got into that part, but like right. that sort of trying to teach your kids, like, yeah, you have to be a part of the, you have to contribute to the experience mm -hmm. and it's your job to like, leave it better than you found it. But you, that doesn't mean you have to be a cog in the wheel or a gear in the machine. Like there are so many ways to contribute to the experience that aren't this one path that if you don't succeed that way, you're screwed. Like yeah. and that's what I felt like we were just so like this expectation that you just one path, one job, one light, one like, you know, like find something and stick with it. And then you're going to be a super successful that thing. Right. And you should have like, that passion for that one thing and be good at that one thing. And, you know, you go to college right out of high school and you do this and you do that. And no, we don't yeah, have if to it do makes, that. If it sucks your soul out, like, no. <laughs> so I'm like, we're not going back to that. Like, I, I cannot go back to that. So uh, right. I am happy to show up and participate in the experience however I have to to avoid that. And so I always tell my husband too, and it's like, oh gosh, cause like this is the pandemic has been, he's had his own journey and it's been its own thing on him. He's like, I'm going to have to go get a job. I'm like, you're never going to go get a job. You are welcome to share your energy with folks in exchange for a paycheck is somewhere that feeds you on right. a certain level, but no more jobs. We're not doing that anymore. I, I don't care, you know, like go, become a bud tender. I don't care. Like, just don't hate waking up in the morning. Absolutely. I mean, it's, you know, they say this is your life to live. And so do it and be happy with it. And I mean, yes, we need to be able to feed ourselves and whatnot, but yeah, to not have to, to go out there and I have to do this job, even though I hate it. There's so much out there that we can find that which is to say we shouldn't be afraid to do yeah don't be afraid to do hard things like you were saying on your podcast like you're not afraid of hard work you've shown up you've put in the hours you've done all the things so when it comes time to think about that like 
whatever that next dream is, what's the biggest fear? Like you already know what it's like to create and lose a business. You've done that before to open the doors and shut it down and not just for yourself, but for other people, you've seen what it feels like to like lose a business to a natural disaster on more than one occasion. Like there's like, you know, like there's these different things that it's like, okay, I've already done those things. So that is worth that experience is invaluable when it comes to moving it forward, like figuring out what else there is in the world to do. Like most of the things, like you've literally gone through the fire with so many things that, that it's just like how, just hushing that imposter when you look around and you realize that you've been doing this, all of this, the art, the healing arts, the health coaching, the momming, the showing up as a good human for a long time. Like you have something right to offer. Like there's, <laughs> but it's so like there's no impostery in that. Like nobody else can tell your story. <laughs> mm, yes. Oh, that's so perfect. That's yeah, you're right. And sometimes we forget about those journeys. You know, sometimes I forget that I did own a business and that I did this and I did that. In fact, I have had my massage table for, I mean, I haven't practiced for over 10 years. I still have it. I've tried to sell it. I can't even count how many times. Um, I was going through some of my old stuff the other day and I came across my second degree Reiki certification. And I was like, how did I forget? that that was a part of me. Like I just, I went on a different path and it just fell away. And I was like, I have to relearn that because but I the was Reiki good didn't at forget it. you, Brandy, the Reiki didn't forget you. It like did. that's that kind of stuff where it's just like another layer. Like you can just dive down and that stuff is like, Oh, thank you for dusting us off. We were right here waiting for you. Absolutely. <laughs> I, you know, I just started like basically waking up and moving my body again for the first time. Like after I had Sam at 45, he was born at home in 30 minutes. I was like, wow, I'm done. Yeah. (laughs) I don't, I, I ain't breaking a sweat for a long time. Like (laughs) that was it. And so I was just like fun trying to keep up with the three of them. And then when Sam started kindergarten, I started back into like oh, maybe I can start taking care of myself again. I had been putting off this journey of getting back in touch with my physical body because Mm -hmm. I was so afraid of, like, I I remember what it was like the first time I walked into a gym and I was just like (laughs) wetting myself and like crying and like, I I suck (laughs) at this. But what happened when I finally got up the courage to go back is I felt like I felt the last day I left, like, just like, okay, let's go. We're here. Like my muscle memory was like, we're not gonna like, we're not going up to 10, but we remember how to do all this stuff. And we were just read, we're just let us know whenever you're ready. And I was like, oh my God, really? Like we can, you're cool with this. And my body's like, yep, let's do it. Nice. Like. It hasn't even been a struggle for me to wake up in the morning at five o'clock in the morning. When I used to have to tell myself when I first started, pretend you're going to the clubs, 
pretend you're going to the clubs. Like that is the only way I could get myself out of bed in the dark. Mm -hmm. Like your disco nap is over and the drunks have gone home. The party begins. It's time to go. Right. So, like that was like, that was what the, the club kid would be doing me at <laughs> four 30 in the morning. But now it's like, Oh, this is just how, and it's like this opportunity to kind of focus in on the day. So this is what I would say. I haven't combated the imposter syndrome, but this is something that has really been a total game changer for me. And that is that I wake up and I meditate. Yes. And you know what? I'm good. This is my hack. I found uh, meditations that I enjoy on Spotify and I just listen to them while instead of snoozing because before I would have to just snooze to feel like it so instead of snoozing I just hit that 20 minute meditation and kind of go back to sleep and let it wake me up slowly with this like manifesting great things go get them who knew great and idea. I stand up and I'm like all right let's do this like I'm, I'm here like two in one that is such a great idea I love it get I it in it's, it's literally changed my whole life because I was like, I can't meditate. I'm sorry. I can't sit still that long. There's no way I'm not going to do it. And then this voice is like, well, would you just shut up and look at a candle for five minutes while I say nice things to you about yourself? And I was like, Oh God, <laughs> just breathe and look at the candle. Just breathe, bitch. Look at the candle. And I was like, okay, breathe, bitch. Look at the candle. Breathe, bitch. Look at the candle. Like <laughs> just five minutes I set my alarm and I'd be like okay that's it I gotta go yeah but yep. now I'm like okay I don't ever want to get going in the morning that hack of like like all right just wake up that way and then the other thing is that those um have you seen those shakti mats it's like a bed of nails yes it's one of those things where if it's like oh I think I would like that then you probably would if you're like oh my god no way but I'm intrigued then try it <laughs> but if you're like uh, uh, that is not for me then forget about it but like that little prickly thing means I don't fall back asleep and by the time I wake up I'm like invigorated and then I do I sign I log on I'm like here I am here to be a vessel for the good works another day and the amazing experience thank you for choosing me right and then like it's dorky it's really really dorky but it gets easier and more fun to do every day even when I don't do it and it's I'm just like okay I'm here I'm showing up like is is the imposter here and showing up I don't know but like I am and so all I have to do is just remember I woke up that I I turned on this morning so here I am right. and like I don't know what's going to come out of me half the time it's just like endless babble like this or like a bunch of more messes Right. But I'm also available to like be there for whatever needs to happen. And, and yeah, you're just like, it feels like that's new. That's never, I've never done that in my life. So, well, that's awesome. I mean, you're, you're up and able to receive and, you know, I mean, you're not an imposter because you're being true to you, right? Well, you're being true to you and you're, and you're learning and, you're putting this manifestation into your life at a time and you figured out a way to do it in a way that works for you. Right. And 
a lot of times, you know, people won't do the meditation because of those things. Like you said, you know, I, it's, I don't either, I don't have time or it just feels weird or just because everyone else is doing it doesn't mean I should do it, even though it's been proven and it is amazing for your mind and your body. But to do that first thing in the morning, so you have that actual like self-manifestation that, you know, calling to the universe and, and all that, everything that's in your brain to be like, I can do this. And I'm starting out the day breathing well. Right. And then everything just falls into place. And maybe sometimes it doesn't, and that's okay too, but at least you have that, that structure, that beginning platform, that framework of your day so important well and i think about what that it's 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 been a game changer and uh i it's like one of those things that like it is dorky to like have to like and it's it's like even if nothing happens that day i'm a lot more patient while nothing's happening like i'm just i'm not (laughs) i'm trying to and like it just reminds me to just try to not get caught up in the spokes of the emotions, but just like try to stay in the center of the experience. Because here's the other thing, Brandy, is that like, we don't like, we know as women that there is a cycle that we experience that is like consistent. And even as it fades, there's still this print of, the the hormonal cycle that just like says get up and do it today don't do it today and understanding right. how to honor that and like when to mm. push it and when to pull back and not think it. so like trying to create a routine that feels um supportive all the time like I can't I don't even like seriously the laying down to meditate thing I'm like I can't I don't even want to sit there like still it's too much for me. So like trying to find things that are going to create a baseline that I can understand, like the, yeah, the days are going to go like this or even like this, but like, if I can try to start out here, then I can just surf it a little bit better. And it just makes more space inside the, the five pound bag. Right. Yeah, absolutely. more bottomless (laughs) so uh I want to okay the imposter stuff what what is like the first what do you do to conquer it like when you have to like if you really have to be like bullshit and power through is it like do you have any tips or like Mm. well my biggest thing that I have to do is I have to take time off from social media or from following things that I normally would have liked to follow, but right. Because I just, I feel like I'm competing sometimes. Yeah. And so I just, I need to shut that off so that I can sit in my space and create the work or the ideas that I have and then just do them 
and and not think about it any further than that um and not wonder if it's going to be what it's supposed to be or what other people do i mean i think like strong long uh breaks from technology is extremely important for us um because it's that's part of the whole imposter syndrome thing i mean when i started doing the nutritional coaching i was i went into it because i love talking about nutrition and food and how it makes you feel and i just got so amped on it so i was like yes i'm gonna take this course i'm gonna do it i'm so excited and i got done with it and i you know i started like following all these people on instagram who are also coaches and then I started looking around and going like, okay, so I'm going to be another white woman telling people how to be mindful and eat well. And that just like, right. That made me sick to my stomach. I was like, am I an, am I an imposter? So I kind of shied away from it and it, it's something that I want to get back into. Right. And it's something that I need to say, it doesn't matter what I am here or it's what I am inside and what I feel is important. Yeah. And, and in the end of the day, people can take it or they can leave it as long as I'm going to do it for myself. And that's the most important thing. If I can get clients and if I can make money so I can survive from it because I like doing it, then that's a bonus. But I, can't I think that's a big it. piece too, is like when you're doing it for yourself, right? Is that yeah. that's one of the pieces that keeps it from being imposter stuff is like just realizing that like, this is the journey that I'm on and I'm inviting you to come along with me, but I'm not tied into your, I'm not attached to your presence necessarily. I'm inviting it, but I'm doing this for me. And then sharing my, which I think you do such a good job of on your, on your podcast, everything about it. It just, it feels so warm and inviting and just authentic. Like you're just really being real with it. And I found myself as somebody who actually knows you as a wonderful human also just like, gosh, I there, it's so vulnerable. Like I just see you as so much more like, you know, and that I understand too, like our experience of one another working together was like eight years ago, uh, 10 years ago. And the rest of it's been, I guess, seven years, I think it's been since I was there, six, eight, oh, wow. since you were there, like it's uh, it almost was, 10. Yeah. It's been a while. Yeah. So it, it's like, uh, you know, it was a very different, it, it, it's not the social media experience. And, but that thing too, is that like I've posted photos of myself just crying because I was having a shitty day, just like just a selfie of like yeah. wearing this sweatshirt that says meh. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm just not feeling it today. And how many yep. people are like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And like, I'm like, right. dude, I like, I cry. It's like, it needs to happen. I need to be able yeah. to be authentic with my emotions and my feelings and sometimes it's fun and sometimes it is not fun but I think that that's part of why 
uh, that social media connection, because even podcasts are a part of that, but I feel like they need uh, cool big sisters to curate the shit for them. You know, like, so like, I, I feel like, like the, all these little kids out here that are just like inhaling it all. It's like that mom, cool aunt, big sister. Cause like my kids will only hear so much of it from me. Like they, but other people are like, Hey, she's onto something, you know, right. so it's like, <laughs> like I could put it out there for somebody else's kids. And like <laughs> this, uh, <laughs> this idea that like, just even being able to point other people to like places, like just go fold your laundry and listen to Brandy. Like, it's just going to make you feel better. Like, you know, it's like these little doses of you're not alone, which is like the ultimate antidote to imposter syndrome, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Connection. Connection. It's important. And yeah, knowing that there's other people that just have those same feelings and those same thoughts and I know that there's a lot of people out there who work in the wellness industry on many different levels, nutrition, massage, uh, bodybuilding, all of that. Um, and they work authentically from their gut, but there's always that little bit like, am I doing this because I like it? Or, you know, are, am I as good as everyone else or other people better, maybe they've been doing it longer or maybe they just have a knack for it. Right. And well, and I just also that idea that if you're showing up in the wellness industry, you have to like be like a, a young, skinny, blonde chick in yoga pants that is gonna like tell people the right way to do it. And that there's, and that there's so much judgment too, that like, no, we only this, you're only supposed to, or only, and it's the, the idea that there's even this one size fits all approach to, to finding your personal peace. Like it, right. we're all going to have to get our, get there our own way. Yeah. You know, like sometimes I, I see things on posts or whatever, um, anything like this particular crystal or this something that goes with this, that would make something better and it's so flashy and it looks so nice. And then we get this idea like, oh, if I wanna meditate, I need to have crystals, I need to have incense. Oh gosh, I'm gonna have to go buy this and this and this. Then I have to have that perfect room and then I have to have the space and then I have to have the time. And you know, pretty soon you've got this laundry list of things to make this happen for yourself when really you you just have to be there in the space that you have in the time that you have when you want to and you don't need any of that other stuff and it's those those people that are pushing all of that that makes us feel like I don't have all that so I must not be doing it right and that's not true it's amazing to me that sort of like no matter what the thing is like the first step is just breathe <laughs> like just go <laughs> and get present and that it's really like um even the stress like when I think about um coaching people through their environments when there's just like so much stuff and it triggers the the dialogue of self-loathing because they're like 
caught up in all the things they were supposed to do or haven't done, or it just like triggers this whole avalanche of like, you should be doing, you should. And it's like that, okay, right. quit shooting on yourself, right? Like <laughs> sit down and take a deep breath and you're okay, you're here. And we only have to work on this little bit at a time. And, but so much of it is about like just being present enough with yourself to feel like you deserve giving yourself the time and the space to take care of your body or take care of your home or create some art or some, I just feel like we're so, even after the great pause, we're all still in this, like, okay, got to get back to get back to norm, normal. Like, and the, <laughs> like we were saying, like half the world is like, yeah, that's not happening. Yeah. And the other half is like, it's going to happen. <laughs> so like, just stay in your homes, make podcasts, tell each other stories, process your shit so that when it's time to actually engage like human beings again, we can do it without. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's been, it's been quite a trip, right? Absolutely. Yeah. We need to get back to the authenticity of ourselves. Well, and I think that's that what the, even like the, the great pause or people stepping away from what they have been or what they were up until this point and then realizing like, oh shit, like we don't, we mean, let's just not go back. And so like, now we get to reinvent ourselves. What's the thing I always wanted to do that I never gave myself permission to do. And like, who is writing that permission slip? Who are we waiting for to give us permission to step forward and just I'm going to sit down and tell my story. I'm going to, you know, create the practice of my dreams, whatever the thing is. It's like, it's, this is the time to do it. Yep. Absolutely. Let's kick your imposter in the teeth. <laughs> I love it. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So how often are your episodes coming out once a week? Every uh, I'm going to try. Yeah. Once a week. Yeah. Okay. Well, they're like fireside chats. It just feels so warm and cozy. And no, uh, thank you. Where are they? All, where, what platforms do you have them on? Uh, right now, just on uh, Spotify and Anchor. Okay. And eventually I'll, I'll spread it out a little bit more. Okay. Um, well, I will in my, uh, in these podcast notes, I will put a link to yours so that everybody knows where to find you. Awesome. And like, it's like cuddling off. With a, that's what I said. I feel like I'm like wrapped in a cozy blanket by the fire, sipping tea with my friend. It's just like, I love it. I love it too. And you know, I, I'm going to have to ask you. Yeah. And, so and that's that kind of me that's too. A, that's, yeah, totally. Well, I feel like that even this journey of uh, the the interviews and stuff like that. I'm not looking to be too polished. I'm not looking to. Uh, I just want to have conversations that, that people would like not mind eavesdropping on, but it's also, um, you know, the really exploring how the belongings that we keep around us sort of reflect what that is. So like, and, and for, I think the imposter syndrome, a big part of it is like identity clutter and guilt clutter and like mm -hmm. hanging on to things that were a part of who we identified as before or things that we feel responsible for that other people have given to us to hang on to but 
they don't necessarily resonate. And it's like, if we can find ways to like, let go of those things mindfully um, and really be aware, like, you know what? I never, I don't like this. I don't, I don't want it in my space. Like when we give ourselves the opportunity to really tap into whether or not it feels right in our home. And I mean, I know like you, I only know through social media, but I do know that you make a lovely cozy home. Right. So it's like, you know, the importance of just like surrounding yourself with the stuff that vibes, right. But how, especially when you're parenting and partnering and like people's needs are changing, even those things change so frequently. Absolutely. It's really important to kind of like go through when somebody's like, yeah, I don't play that anymore. I don't do that anymore. And even the reminder of having it in the space can be like, you're not what you said you were. Right. And it's like a, so I'm a big fan of like trying to get this stuff put away that is not serving us today, but clearly labeled and easily accessible, no matter what the hobby is like yes it should be available for ready and easy use so you can just sit down and do it but if if you could if all out to do then nobody can actually sit down to do it so or like you know if somebody's like oh I would go ride my bike but it's tangled up with all the other bikes and I can never get it out and blah 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 like all the different things that tell us like you could be doing this or you should be doing this if they're not like accessible or owned like I got it thank you then it will tell you who you're supposed to be and it's really fucking annoying wow that just like goes into so many layers I love it I love that you're exploring this because it really gosh it really resonates with me a lot Uh, especially you know just like I feel like now like when I, you know, first got into my forties, how much I changed and how things around me changed, but I still like, I feel like just the other day I saw something that has been there for a long time. That reminds me of my ex-husband and our life back then. And I was like, this isn't part of me anymore. Why is this still here? And I think it was just like that that thing in the background that you just don't pay attention to, but it's there. Mm -hmm. And it's like, this is probably putting out some energy that I don't need in the life that I have now. Yeah. And I did. In fact, I got rid of it completely. It wasn't, you know, it was important at the time, but it's not, I don't need that anymore. And getting, putting that getting rid of energy that we don't need and bringing in the energy that we do is so important to who we are. Well, it's, I mean, and you know, as a, like once a body worker, always a body worker, right? Oh, absolutely. Like not hanging on to that. Like what happens when you do hang on to the energy, it's going to show up in our bodies in so many different ways, all different layers. Like, and so we would, you know, when you're working on humans, you're like, you're dealing with like, oh, it, this has had to go through lots and lots of layers to get here. Like even, you know, unless it's injury specific, it's like, uh, right. Know, and then who knows what layers it had to go through to get there. <laughs> right, like, right. Uh, there's so much 
to that, that just like, it, it me. So I always am like, there's, we are as a species, like collectors, you know, it's not natural to just, cause like, and, and we're crafty. So we're like, oh gosh, well, I might need that for some, oh, I could do that. <laughs> but like, there's a lot of faith that's required in just like, it'll be there when I need it. If I really need it, it'll be there when I need it. Right. And just trusting that, uh, just starting from there. And then just like, what do I want around me? What do I want to represent? Who, like, what's the expression of me? And then if it's all your style, it doesn't matter. You don't have to have a designer. It's you. Like, right. <laughs> story. It's your style. Yep. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, that's, that's the, that's how I would, uh, tie stuff in with imposter syndrome. Don't keep the shit that doesn't apply Yeah, because it keeps you stuck in a vision of who you could or should, or were, could be, were, might be not. And if it's time, <laughs> it'll present itself. It will. Right. Yeah. I love it. Yay. Yay. I'm going to stop <laughs> recording this and keep talking to you. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So yay. Thank you so much though for being on here. It really did. It was absolutely. It was, yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's good to, to talk. Thank you guys so much for hanging out and, uh, listening to this little conversation that I got to have with Brandy. I would really, I think you would really love checking out her podcast I'm not the only one. It really does just feel like you're curling up next to the fire in a rocking chair with a friend and a nice cup of tea and just kind of downloading with someone. And it's just, it's a, it's a good cozy spot to hang out. She's a, she's a lot of fun. And, uh, I really appreciate her, uh, her voice just kind of gives me a little bit of a mellow start to the morning whenever she's dropping a new episode. So go check her out. The link is in my show notes. And uh, to, to sum up and to kind of recap from the conversation that I had with her, I think that the most important thing to remember when we come up against the imposter syndrome is that the best way to combat it is to show up for yourself and maintain a consistent inventory and ask yourself if the story that you actually want to tell and the story that you are telling, if they really jive. And if they don't, then what's the discrepancy? Where is that coming from? If you give yourself an opportunity to take an inventory of your personal belongings and through consistent... Um, opportunities for self-care. You know, it doesn't have to be a massage, but it can be a, a meditation journey or a walk in the woods or some time listening to your favorite music and just, you know, going into your own headspace, journaling, whatever it takes to, to give you an opportunity to kind of get clear with yourself about the things that you do or don't want to shift about your life. And and then just show up for those things authentically. And that that's, that's you doing it. Like there's no imposter there. You're being true to yourself. As long as you can answer to yourself and you're not um, martyring yourself or putting your needs on a back burner to take care of other people, 
there's no imposter there. It's just you showing up and doing your absolute best. So uh, don't be afraid to tell your own story. And um, when it comes to your belongings, really make sure that the things that you have are, are representing who you are and who you want to be. And if you look at certain things that in your in your space, certain items maybe that are associated with hobbies that you don't do anymore or sports that you don't play anymore or people that you don't spend time with anymore. And seeing that item gives you an unpleasant trigger. Allow yourself to relieve yourself of that. And, or if it's some sort of like a sentimental baggage that doesn't belong to you, release it. And that is, that'll go a really long way towards keeping you um, on an authentic path. Um, by surrounding yourself with the things that are important to you. So thank you so much for the time you spent with us today. I hope you have an absolutely fantastic day. Oh my gosh, I can hear that my kiddo just found me again. Oh my gosh, here he comes. It's time to say goodbye. <laughs> Hi. Did you find me? Yes. <laughs> you say good night. Good night. Say, make sure to leave us a review. Make sure to leave us a review. And uh, like and follow. Like and follow. You can find us at What's Up With Your Stuff on Facebook. And stay tuned. I have some offerings coming up that I'm really excited to share. Those are going to be uh, on the horizon. I got a lot of really fun information coming at you. Next week's episode is going to be released from New York City. And uh, I really look forward to sharing that. More later. Yay! Say bye. Bye. Hey, I also said I would tell you what this podcast is not going to be. This podcast is not going to be a place where we judge people for what they hang on to or how long it takes them to let go of the things that they may be dragging around with them from spot to spot in their experience. This podcast is not going to be fancy. This podcast is not going to be very well edited. This podcast is going to be messy magic. Me throwing it out there and sharing with you the stuff that I just can't keep to myself anymore. So thanks so much. We're all ultimately just walking each other home. So thanks for joining me on this journey. And if you're enjoying, please follow along. Please leave a review. Find me wherever you're getting your podcasts. And take care. And thank you so much for being here. Anything else you need to know, you'll probably find in the show notes. If not, drop me a message and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Have a great day, you guys. Thanks for joining me. What's up with your stuff? <laughs>